The following episode of Absolutely Savage was recorded on Halloween night 2020. David Savage, the presenter of this show, was never seen after that. These are his final recordings. Disclaimer, he actually was seen a few days later buying a hot chicken roll and a packet of potato. Happy Halloween, everybody. Hello, 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 hello. It's David's podcast show. It's absolutely savage and it's David's podcast show. Alright lads, how's it going? Happy Halloween. <laughs> Happy Halloween. How are y'all getting on lads? Are you good? Welcome to Absolutely Savage. And this is a Halloween special. So I did a Halloween episode the other day and it went down quite well. So I said, feck it, it's Halloween night. I'm going to record it. And I'm actually recording this right now on Halloween night. And I'm sitting here and... Uh, that's about it. <laughs> what do people do on Halloween night now that there's nothing to do? Can't go to a party, can't go to the pub, we can't even go trick-or-treating, for God's sake. So this is what I'm doing. I'm recording entertainment for ye to enjoy. So, um, this week really, uh, in this episode, I'm just going to talk a bit about um, a few kind of uh, a few kind of scary Irish um, urban legends, right? Um, that's going to be kind of the video. The video. The video are not on YouTube. I should edit this podcast because I'm terrible at live, <laughs> live recordings. This is why, um, actually, when I was in uh, college doing radio, I found it hard uh, <laughs> to not make mistakes live, you know. Anyway, um, no, it's good. It's good to have this going, and um, it's good that you're here to listen to me. So, without further ado, number 15. <laughs> Do any of you watch that guy on YouTube? Um top 15s is his name but i think he's i think he's another channel called chills and he's your man who's like number 15 if you stare at the doll for long enough now to be honest with you i was listening to his older videos and when he actually started he didn't sound that scary or he didn't not not that scary he didn't sound that ridiculous you know um in his earlier videos he was more like number 15 if you stare at this doll long enough it starts to move but then it got to a stage where people started taking the piss out of the way he was talking so now he's like number 15 i went to the toilet last night and got attacked by a dog i had never seen this dog before you know <laughs> he's fucking yeah he's, he's ridiculous now but you know what i used to love his videos but i turned on one the other night and halfway through it, I actually had to be like, no, this is giving this is giving me a headache. I have to turn this off. Um, anyway, how are y'all getting on with this old lockdown? A Halloween, a lockdown Halloween. Woo, it's like the purge, you know. All crime is legal for 24 hours. Do you know? First thing I do is rob Sintra. No, I wouldn't. Um, if Sintra's listening, I wouldn't rob you. Um, it's like the Simpsons, you know. I wonder what my life would be like if I robbed Sintra, you know. <laughs> Anyway, um, so yeah, so I'm going to tell you a few scary stories that I have first, right? So we're going to put on some scary music for this, right? Do you know? Right? A little bit of a scary background music now, so you can listen to that, right? Um, I'm going to be like Nuke's Top 5 as well, so not to be going on about the YouTubers who do scary things or whatever, but Nuke's Top 5, you watch him as well, he's another guy, he'd be like doing ghost videos, you know, it's like a video of a ghost or whatever, and he'd be like, um, oh, and I'm asked again. Or once again, I am forced to ask you. Did you see it? You know, 
he's like that, you know. Um, no, but again, look if he's if he's 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 good at doing what he does, and I'm good at doing what I do. That's why I do what I do. Do you know? It's Halloween. Put on your Halloween tunes. You know. <laughs> come on, come inside and have some cans. Do you know? And put on some Halloween tunes. Hey, there's a mash. Oh, that's the rat. You know, it's it's Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day singing Monster Mash. Hey, there's a mash. Hey, that's the rash. The fucking monster rash. We've had a band. We've had a band since 1989. Um. Anyway, I'm going off topic as usual. So, as the scary, <laughs> the scary music doesn't suit this part of the video. Anyway. I'm going to tell you a few, uh, a few kind of ghostly, a few spooky experiences that I've had myself, right? So, a few years ago, right? I'd say I must have been about 17. Uh, I'd say I was about 16, 17, right? And I was lying in bed. And it was about 4 in the morning, right? Um, And I woke up. And I fucking, I don't know, I just felt a bit weird or a bit groggy. I looked up and next thing I saw a little girl just run past my bed. Right? You know? And she kind of left a little <laughs> when she walked past, you know. And I thought she was laughing at me. But I came in front. And I wasn't dreaming, right? Don't make that joke. Oh, you must have been dreaming. I wasn't. Because I remember waking up and being like, fuck it. I turned on the lights and everything. I was like, shit. You know? Um, she was a bit glowy. Small bit. It was kind of typical ghosting. You know what? I might have been hallucinating. Who knows? Um, <laughs> I would have done a few points of stout that night, I'd say. But no. But I do. I remember that, right? And it was... That's something that I do think of as a bit of a ghostly experience. Um... Another time, uh, I or this actually only happened a few weeks ago, right? So myself and my girlfriend were sitting down watching TV, and I was having a few cans of Murphy's. Murphy's is the official stout of us. Now, I'm usually a Guinness man myself, but I, I think the Murphy's cans are a bit nicer. So we were having a nice few cans anyway, and uh, just to tell you lads, you pour a can of Guinness, <laughs> you turn the can upside down. A can of Guinness, can of Murphy's, can of Beamish, whatever stout it is. Turn it upside down and leave it in there and pull it out slowly, right? They'll have to do a video tutorial or something, right? Because people still don't know that that's what you do, you know? I can't stress that enough, people. <laughs> no, but um, we were having a few cans. Or I was having a few cans anyway. And next thing, Angela's just like, look at that. I went, what? She went, the can's moving by itself. And the can was moving by itself. It actually was like turning back and forward by itself, kind of, you know? For like a second or two, you know? It was doing it. And I walked up anyway, and I just, I was like, what the fuck is going on here, like, you know? And I picked it up, and what it was actually, um, <laughs> what it was actually was that some of the froth had spilled out from down the side of the can, and gone into the, um, gone down to it, so it made it kind of slide back and forth, you know? And that's actually what happened, really, in the end. Yeah, <laughs> so there's my two interesting ghost stories that actually aren't that scary. Um, no, I haven't had a lot of experiences like that myself, um, but I know other people who have, and I've heard other stories. And that's kind of what this podcast is going to be this week, is a few kind of urban legends, stuff like that. Um, you know, a few kind of scarier things like that we, you know, you hear around now. I'm not going to do the typical... Uh, you know, Irish urban legends that everyone knows. I'm going to do a few that I heard myself that were kind of based from around here. And then another few that, you know, or one that I heard, you know, ones I heard over the years or whatever. And do those ones instead. Because um, I think that's probably a bit better, you know. Um, so, yeah. So, basically, I'm going to start there with um, with one that was that was actually, it's, 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 it's one that I had when I was younger. 
that um, my cousin told me, right? My cousin Una, Una, if you're listening, hello, you told me this one, right? And I don't know, right? I have to, I, I like, I have to kind of see, like, is this one that's known to people, or is this one that she just heard in school and decided to tell us or whatever? But it's 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 scary enough. So the urban legend is called bits and pieces, right? So have you heard that, boys and girls, right? So basically, right, we have the scary music on. Yeah, yeah, we have the scary music on. We're good. <laughs> so basically, right, what it was is it's about a, it's about a girl who wants a doll for her birthday, right? But basically, the father of the of the girl is really, you know, he's he's kind of a last minute guy. He's like myself. He's not great at doing the old um. He's not great at doing the old shopping and stuff. He leaves it all to the last second. I once did my Christmas shopping uh, about three days before Christmas, um, which isn't that bad actually for some people's standards. Um, some people do it on Christmas Eve, which I, I wouldn't. I'd actually have a panic attack. I'd say if I threw a Christmas Eve. I know people do that. And anyway. So basically, right? So I googled it there. Anyway, it's not known to people this one. So it must be it must be a local story, right? Now, of course, every story like there's two stories I'm going to tell you, and they're both based in around East Cork, right? So this one apparently happened um, in Carrie Tool, where I'm from, right? No, it probably didn't, but you know, whatever. But basically, the father wasn't great, you know. He went out anyway and got the doll the night before the daughter's birthday, right? And he got it from this dodgy looking place, right, where there was, you know, these creepy things. It was, um, it was like, did you ever see The Simpsons where Homer bought the monkey's paw, you know? Or, or, or not the monkey's paw, sorry, the, um, it was the same guy working in the shop, though. But it was like a creepy kind of, like, you know, voodoo shop or something like that. And your man's like, uh, you know, the doll is cursed. He's like, that's bad, but it comes with a free frogurt. That's good. <laughs> the frogurt is also poisonous and evil. <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> But it comes with your own toppings. That's good. The toppings are made from asbestos. <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> Can I go now? <laughs> you know. Anyway, so basically, um, that's what... Um, it was this kind of a shop, right? And he walked in there anyway. And your man's there and he's like, he's like, I need a present for my daughter, right? Because uh, for some reason he decided to go to a creepy shop. I don't know where that's located. I think it's on the Dungarney Road. But he actually, he asked for it anyway. And he said, um... He said, I need, a, I, need a, I need a present for my daughter. So he said, I have just a thing. And he handed him a box. And it was a kind of an Egyptian kind of encrypted box or something. You know, it was very old looking, um, definitely ancient. Some ancient civilization. <laughs> and he, he handed him the box. And the man said, how much for this? Thank you. And he said, oh no, there's no charge. But it comes with a warning. This doll is cursed. And the man laughed at him, you know. The man laughed at him. He said, yeah, right, yeah, it's not cursed forever. No, he thought it was strange. He was insisting that the man give money. He said, no, no, no. All you have to do is be wary that the doll is cursed. And the man obviously was, wasn't superstitious or anything. He didn't believe in any of that crap. So he was like, or not that crap. No, 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 it's not crap. It's Halloween night. It's not that crap. <laughs> it ain't crap, right? <laughs> but he didn't believe in that stuff, right? So what he did then was he, uh, part, or he got the doll off the man. And he went home with it. And on the way home, he was driving and he hit a dog with his car, right? Now, I'm adding arms and legs onto the story, right? <laughs> I just thought, like, you know. Um, <laughs> but anyway, this is it, right? So he added, he, he, he killed a dog with his car, right? And he was like, 
oh, I'm, I'm, I, I didn't see him coming, you know, or whatever. And he tried to find the owner and whatnot, and he, he, you know, he, he, he must have thought it was a stray dog or something. But he went home anyway, right? And he handed the daughter the doll. And it was actually, when she opened it, it was the most beautiful porcelain doll, right? It was gorgeous. It was beautiful. And it had lovely, um, it had lovely lifelike features. It was, um, it was like a little toddler girl. It had like, it had like, um, it was like Annabelle, the Annabelle doll from the movie, except not scary looking. Okay, so this doll wasn't scary looking. This doll was quite innocent looking. And that's why the story is even scarier, right? So then, right, during the night, uh, so the girl is playing with the doll, and she goes to bed, and then during the night, right, she starts to, she starts to hear something coming from the hall, because she keeps the doll out in the hall, right, that, spooky music, spooky music, scary story, <laughs> scary stuff, scary stuff, scary stuff, that, but she hears the, um, she hears coming from the hall, right, she hears rustling, like, you know, as if somebody's getting out of something, she hears, like, you know, a creaking noise, and next thing she hears the this little feet going along the ground or whatever, right? This is turning into an ASMR video. Um <laughs> you know, Leshmere video. So she hear she hears that, right? And next thing she hears bits and pieces, bits and pieces. I am in the hall. Right? Just like that, no, right? Like Ronnie like um Ronnie Cooper style, you know? Just like that. And she hears that, right? Tommy Cooper. What am I saying? <laughs> Lads, I'm the worst storyteller in the world. But I'm half taking the piss here, right? But anyway. Um, in case you didn't know. By the way, I was being sarcastic. Anyway, right? So, next thing anyway. She kind of... She's, the girl wakes up and she's looking around. And she's kind of like... Oh, Jesus. What, what was that? Whatever. And she thinks it's just a bad dream or whatever. Because she listens for about five minutes and doesn't hear anything else. So she goes... She starts to drift back to sleep. And next thing again then she starts to hear... Bits and pieces, bits and pieces, I am outside the door. Right? And the little girl is like, um, what the, f you know, well, she doesn't say what the fuck, because she's a child. <laughs> um, yeah, kids kids don't curse. Um, not in my stories, anyway. <laughs> but anyway, she, she's like, what the hell, you know? And she looks anyway, right? And she sees, she, she sees, the, she starts to hear it again, right? Bits and pieces, bits and pieces, I am in your room. Right? And she noticed that the door was open this time, right? When she when she looked again, right? And next thing she hears again. Bits and pieces, bits and pieces, I am behind you. And she turns around and there standing there is the, the little doll with a kitchen knife in her hand. Goes straight for her throat. Slits it, right? So the next day, right? The dad comes into the room, right? And the place is destroyed in blood. And he's like, oh my god, what's happened to my girl? You know, and he starts freaking out, obviously. And as you do, <laughs> as you do when you're going to your girl's room and it's destroyed in blood. Of course you do. Anyway, he starts, he, he starts looking around, right? And next thing in the corner, he notices there's a, there's a little box. The box that the doll came in. And he goes over to it and opens it. And inside is the girl from... The girl? The girl from what? What am I doing? <laughs> I'm very bad at this. The girl, right? But she's caught up into 12 different pieces, right? And he looks at her. 
and he starts to freak out. You know, he's 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 he can't even he can't even react terribly. He's he's just shocked. He's in shock. And then he turns around and sees the doll. And the doll says, "Bits and pieces, bits and pieces inside that box." And the man was never seen ever again, right? Now, how did he get to tell the story, though? Anyway, um, that was terrible. <laughs> but I'm, look, I'm half taking the piss here, right? I'm, I'm doing scary stories, but they're, they're, we're taking the mic a little bit, right? But it's fun. We're having, we're having fun. <laughs> you want fun? Go home and buy a monkey. Anyway, um, so anyway, right? The next story now is called um, "Humans Can Lick Too." Okay. Now I told my girlfriend this story the other night, and she got terrified, right? So this one was apparently in Cove. <laughs> Right. Okay. So one night, right? So there's this girl, and she's a lo- she's an only child. She lives with her parents, and whenever she was left alone in the house, she used to she had a little dog. Uh, she did, she had them all the time, not just when she was left alone in the house. Yeah, darling, we're going out. We bought you another dog to keep you company while we're gone. Um. So yeah, <laughs> she has the she has the, the the dog under the bed when she's when she's going to sleep. You know, he's trained to go under there. And if ever she feels scared or lonely during the night, she sticks her hand under the bed and the dog licks her hand and she knows that she's not alone, right? But one night, right, she hears dripping coming from the bathroom, right? You know? And she gets a bit, you know, frightened because it kind of wakes her up because it's a bit loud, you know, like tap water dripping or whatever. But she, she wakes up anyway, puts her hand under the bed and... Uh, she feels the dog licking her hand. So, next thing anyway, she gets up. And she goes into the bathroom. Doesn't bother turning on the light. And just turns off the tap. Right? And next thing she goes back to bed. And she wakes again. And hears it again. The the dripping, right? And then she's, she's, she's getting a bit afraid, right? So... She tries to ignore it, you know, puts her hand under the bed again, dog licks her hand. And next thing then, she she goes again because she hears it, right? But this time she turns on the light. And what she sees makes her freeze with horror, right? So she sees... She sees the dog hanging from the shower curtains with its throat slit. And the blood dripping down onto the sink... Onto the bath, sorry. <laughs> And that's what the dripping was, right? And written on the mirror in blood is, remember, humans can lick too. There you go. That's a scary one now, isn't it? That's a spooky tale. <laughs> spooky, scary skeletons and shivers down your spine. And yeah, and obviously that story didn't happen in Cove. Uh, it happened somewhere or it may not have happened. I don't know. It's an urban legend. Did it happen? Did it not? You decide. <laughs> Anyway, that's two stories, right? But this third one, right? And this one was told to me. Now, this one isn't really a paranormal story or an intruder story or anything. This story more has a moral to it, right? This is more about how you treat people and how you play jokes on people, right? Now, I'm all one for playing an old joke, you know, the odd time if there's no harm or whatever. I'm, I'm good. For, I'm always trying to catch people out with different jokes and stuff like that, right? That's different. But... This story has terrible consequences, right? So, 
there's a group of student nurses, right? And it was in CUH because fuck it, why not? You know what? Why not? Right? I could, uh, my nurse or my my nurse, <laughs> my nurse is an aunt. <laughs> my aunt is a nurse. She can confirm this, right? In CUH, she can confirm this. <laughs> but anyway, right? <laughs> so anyway, this group of student nurses, right? And one of them, right? So there's about five of them, but one of them is a young girl, um, with beautiful black hair and blue eyes. She's a beautiful looking um young woman, um. But she has a terrible fear of dead bodies. Okay. So, one. So she she always hated when she had to go into the morgue, and sometimes she had to go in there by herself. But she mostly tried to have someone with her to make her feel more um, less afraid, you know, and more comfortable. But one night, right, she she has to go to the morgue. Now the group, the other group, right, decides to play a joke on her because they know how afraid of dead bodies she is, right. So the other group decides to play a joke on her. So what they do is, they get a hand. So they cut off a hand from a from a, a cadaver, right? And they decide to hang it from the ceiling, so that when the girl walks in, that's the first thing she'll see, and she'll get a fright. So what they did was, they did that. They hung it up, and when she was going in there, she went in there, and they locked the door behind her, expecting to hear her scream, you know, and start banging on the door. But anyway, they opened, they, they they closed the door behind her and started giggling, you know, to each other, like, oh, yeah, no, wait, wait till we hear this now, wait till she, wait till she does now. And next thing, there's nothing. There's just dead silence, right? Dead silence. So the lights are off and there's, she turns off, she, she turned off the lights when she went in there. She goes to, you know, that's how much of a fright she must have got, right? So they go in and they, they open the door because they realize, okay, she's not screaming, something's going on. So they walk in, right, and they can't see the girl, and missing from the ceiling is the hand, right? The hand is gone. So they start to look around the room, and next thing, in the corner, they see the girl, and she's there, and she's eating the hand, right? Pure flesh, just eating into it. And they look at her, and her eyes are pure red. And her hair has turned, her lovely black hair has turned completely grey from the fright. So she got such a fright that she turned grey on the spot. And that story, believe it or not, was told to me by a priest. <laughs> so we had a priest, we had the school um, school chaplain, I suppose is what it's called. Isn't it? So we had a priest that used to come into our school to tell us stories, right? And he told us that story. And... He, he told us that story and then he said, remember, there's always consequences for your actions. So always be aware that you might only, what you might perceive as a joke might not be a joke for someone else. And that was the moral of that story, you know. So that's three stories, right? Now, this next one is also one from East Cork, apparently, right? Because why not, you know? Do you know what Pirates of the Caribbean took fucking place down in Cove, right? Why not? But anyway, right? So, this next story is one that a lot of people have heard. Now, I heard recently that the origin of the story is actually Dublin. And it's different. But I'll explain that after, right? Now, it's short, right? So, basically, one night a girl is babysitting. And it's a it, the child is only maybe a year, a year and a half, right? So, it's still inside in his little cot. 
and she's watching TV or whatever, and next thing she hears the baby crying, you know? And she goes upstairs and she takes the baby uh, out of its um, out of its cot and starts comforting it. And as soon as she takes it outside of the room, the baby starts to calm down, right? So she puts him back in. And when she's not even down the stairs, she hears him crying again. And she's wondering. She's like, what's he afraid of? Whatever. And she goes up and she picks him out of the cot again and again brings him outside and calms him down. And she can't figure out what's going on, right? So she rings, um, she rings the parents after a while, because this happens a few times, right? So she rings the parents, and she asks them, she's like, uh, look, the baby won't stop crying uh, unless I take him out of the room. I think he's afraid of something in the room. It's possibly that uh, clown teddy bear, you know, the big large one you have in the corner? Because it's kind of freaking me out, it's a bit creepy looking. And the parents are like, what? We 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 don't have that. We don't have a stuffed clown. Get 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 the fuck out! Like that's that's that's, that's someone, right? Now, it's sketchy to know what happened to that girl, right? Now she survived because she told that tale, right? So she survived that story. But the actual story of it was revealed recently. So I listened to a podcast, uh, Mr. Tony Cantwell. So you should check him out because he's actually quite good. But he um. He recently told a story on his podcast um, about about his friend, right, who was a baby. And when he was a baby, his father was downstairs and his mother, and it was a stormy night. Stormy, stormy night. And they were watching uh, TV or whatever. They were watching The Late Late Show. And this apparently is in Sandy Mountain, Dublin, right? So next thing, um, they hear a smash upstairs, right? And the father runs upstairs, and the light light bulb in the in the bedroom has been smashed. Everything he can't turn on the lights, right? So he goes over to the cot. He uses a lighter. This is a time before like mobile phones would have had lights and stuff, and he couldn't get access to a torch quick enough. So he used his lighter, and he went over uh, to the cot to pick up the baby, and the baby was gone. Okay, so basically, what happens then is he. He looks around the room with the lighter, only getting a little bit of light, whatever. And next thing he sees a beak. A beak, right? A massive beak. And while he described it, and this this is apparently true. Apparently there's a police report about this now. This isn't pure waffle, right? This isn't pure shite. And he looks at him, whatever. And next thing he, the, 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 he, he basically hits him with the lighter, right? So he hits him with the fire and, and the bird, the bird man starts to get frightened or whatever, drops the baby. Father picks up the baby, the baby's fine. And next thing, the bird man apparently jumps out the window and flies up to the moon, right? Or flies into the shadow of the moon, right? Now, I don't know how true that is, right? About that part. But apparently there was a life-sized man dressed as a raven, right? Do you know? It's like Edgar Allan's Poe story, you know, the raven. But anyway, he... So he, he files the report to the police, whatever, and that's apparently the story, right? Now, this clown story that I told you a while ago, apparently Tony Cantwell met the woman in London, right? And they were out for pints, and he asked her after a while, because someone said, oh, that's the girl from the story about the clown, like, seriously, you know? And they he asked her after a while, like, are you that girl, you know, is it true? And she said, that story's true, for the most part, but the big detail, the big difference is, it wasn't the clown man. It was a raven man. Right? Now there you go. There's a spook. <laughs> There's an old spook for you now, huh? 
and that's uh, but those those are four those are three stories there now, or four stories there four or five stories however many <laughs> and we're keeping count but those are those are but that that one is that one to me is the most chilling to be honest because that one is it's it's quite terrifying to think that you know like paedophiles can just do things like that or that they dress as something like that you know that's even scarier like I think it's a lot scarier if someone breaks into your house dressed as something like what the fuck is up with that you know um it's like the strangers that movie you know and I recently watched the strangers too and I have to say it's quite good um the lads get what's coming to them in the end uh, that kind of thing. Uh, spoilers alert <laughs> after I say the spoiler. Anyway, um, no, but anyway, right? That's what the actual story is, right? And basically, that's kind of the most of my stories now, really, to be honest. But there's one more that I'm going to tell you, right? Now, this one is a very old Irish story, right? So this one is from the 19... It could be from the early 1900s, right? All I know about this story anyway, right? It was told to me by my uh, teacher in school, right? A history teacher I had. So it's from it's from about the early 1900s. We'll say late 1800s, early 1900s. Whatever anyway it was about it. They had horses and carriages, basically, is how I know it was from years ago. And there was candlelit, things like that. So there was no electricity, stuff like that, okay? So one night, there's an old woman. And she's dying in her bed. She's very old. She's in her, she's in her late 80s, we'll say, right? Would have been a fine age for that time actually she might have been younger but anyway um we'll say we'll say late 70s we'll spit the, we'll spit the bill here now right <laughs> so she's lying in bed and she's dying right and basically you know obviously like older people these days still would want a priest by them you know when they're dying to give them last rites or whatever um but this woman was from a way different time obviously so obviously she wanted to leave in more so she's there right and she's She's lying in bed dying, and she has someone with her, right? She has a carer with her, or whatever, and she's starting to get very upset because she knows her time is coming, but there's no priest to give her last rites. So she gets very worried and scared and frightened. And next thing, anyway, after another few, after a few minutes, right, the priest arrives in, right? Okay, I didn't mean to ruin it that way, right? But <laughs> the priest comes in, right, and the priest gives her last rites, and he's talking to her. Just before she dies, he stays with her for a bit, and he, he's holding her hand, and he's talking to her. And the woman said, how did you know that I needed you, father? And he was like, a man came up to me, uh, visited my house, he called to the door, right? And he said to me to come to your house, that I need you, it's, it's urgent. Yeah, that's, that's why I was needed, like, it was urgent, right? My, my phrasing is bad here. But anyway... He looks around the room anyway, next thing he sees a picture of a man. And he says to the woman, it's that man there, that man told me to, to come for you, right? And she said, that's my husband. So what it turned out, right, that man who came to the priest's house that night was the woman's husband who had died ten years previous. Spooky. Right? So... That was basically the, <laughs> that was kind of the, the the big thing of the story, right? But another thing was right when the priest was uh, riding his horse and carriage to come down to um, to the house to the woman, he noticed that there was a lot of black dogs kept running after the um, running after the, uh, the the horse and carriage, and he noticed that their eyes were big and red, right? And he thought this was kind of something strange, so. There's a there's an urban legend or a myth or whatever whatever you call it 
that when the devil wants to stop somebody from doing something on earth or stop somebody, you know, so obviously the devil would have wanted that woman's soul. And he sends his black dogs with red eyes from hell to stop them, right? There you go, right? And isn't that, like, now that story wasn't, like, I'm, I'm obviously not doing these stories much justice, right? And, you know, the, the, the old creepy music isn't doing much justice either, right? But all I'm saying is, right, I, I just love, I love ghost stories like that. Right? Like, Irish urban legends, like the Banshee, all that kind of thing. Um, the Banshee for my uh, non-Irish uh, listeners. Now, a lot of people know the Banshee around the world anyway. But the Banshee is a ghostly woman, right? And she basically um, comes to explain death, basically, to, to warn people of death. So what it is, what it what what the story of her is, is that you'll hear her crying, but it's the most sorrowful, mournful cry. It's supposed to be worse than anything that any human can do. Um, and she warns you. So if somebody's in your family is about to die, somebody close to you is about to die. Now the woman herself is supposed to be a ghostly figure, right? And she's supposed to be pale white skin, but she has bleeding red eyes from crying so much, and she screams and cries, right? Now, if any of you seen Jarby O'Gill and the, the Little People, do you know the band she's seen in that movie? <laughs> now, it looks pretty bad by today's standards, but I remember as a child watching that and being like, holy shite, that's scary, you know? I didn't say holy shite as a child. I was a good child. I was a good boy, right? But that's kind of, um, yeah, that's, 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 go, looking back at that now, you can go, oh yeah, whatever, but at the time, that was quite good and it was scary. Lads, I'm pretty much out of stories there now. Um, I just said I'd do an old quick Halloween podcast for you, something, something, just to throw energy there. Um, listen, I hope you're all looking after each other and stuff, and I hope you're all staying safe. Um, heard today that uh, Sean Connery passed away. He's a great guy. Apparently a bookshelf fell on him. That's how he died. And uh, he was quoted the same just before he died, I only have my shelf to blame. Yeah, so we're going to end this on a sour note. Um, <laughs> lads, it's a pleasure to do this podcast. Um, I'm delighted that you're listening and I'm delighted for the feedback that I'm getting all the time. So it's good to hear from me. Um, take care out there. Listen, don't do anything stupid tonight if you're listening to this. Look, don't don't be going. <laughs> I know nobody's listening to this that's going to go and do something stupid. But like, just remember, like, look, house party stuff like that. If you are going to do it, at the very least, don't have a lot of people... Like, you know, we're going to be in this position unless we get a little or whatever. But look, look I'm, not, I'm not in charge. As I said, I'm not an infant. I'm not in charge. Anyway, lads, a very happy Halloween to you. Do you know? A very happy Halloween. Um, so take care. Mind yourselves. And remember, watch out for the Banshee. <laughs> 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 goodbye, 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 goodbye. I hope goodbye, you enjoyed the ride. Enjoyed it's the absolutely ride. savage, it's and it's David's podcast show.